Thanks for joining us on the Fraser Valley Lifestyle podcast. Our guest today is Mike Wilson. Mike is actually the publisher of the Fraser Valley Lifestyle blog and website, but he's also a realtor here in the Fraser Valley. He's lived and worked in the Fraser Valley since 1982 and raised his family here. His current passions (laughs) include playing hockey, fishing, and he's recently started collecting wine. Mike enjoys fishing, as I said, and he's involved with the BC Federation of Drift Fishers. That organization helps promote good stewardship of our oceans and our river fish stocks. Mike has been a licensed realtor since 1987. For 21 years, he was with Remax. And in May 2021, he moved to Royal LePage North Star to be a little bit closer to home. In today's interview, we try to address the ongoing question of what's going on in the real estate market. It's probably one of the questions that Mike gets asked most often. So without further ado, please help me welcome Mike Wilson. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fraser Valley Lifestyle Podcast. My guest today is Mike Wilson. Mike's actually the publisher of Fraser Valley Lifestyle. It's one of the services that he offers to his clients. And uh, so, yeah, I'm happy to be talking to him today. We've already been chatting a little bit about the state of the real estate market. I'm sure it's a question that you get asked so often. Hey, Mike is probably one of the yeah, what's going, what's going on in the market? <laughs> yeah, the best way to talk about it is publish and be your own guest. That's the best way to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Rod, I appreciate the time. Yeah, you had a little headliner there. You were going to run. Yeah, yeah, I came across this exactly. I was I was doing some of my own research about what's going on in the market. I came across this article by the Fraser Valley Real Estate Board. Of course, they're always regularly publishing statistics, and uh, the most recent headline is. Fraser Valley housing market signals further settling as sales continue to stall in response to interest rates. And I'm just wondering what you thought about that. <laughs> as, we, as we were talking about beforehand, there's different ways to look at that. So sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting because there's headlines like that. And then there's other headlines say that, you know, we're going to have a 5% decline. And then there's another headline that says there's a 20% decline in values. And, uh, you know, everybody's a prognosticator when they get into these kinds of things. Inevitably, we have a settling after a hyperventilated market. And, and this past market was beyond the typical extreme markets that we'd seen in the hist- history of my history in business, which is, you know, I'm a fairly new realtor of 34 or five years. So, you know, <laughs> I've, I've seen a couple of these cycles, but it's interesting because the, the conversations inevitably are very similar. And, you know, there's always a new generation that comes through, whether it be a buyer, a seller, a realtor, professional, it's always a new generation comes through and it's a bit of a shock to them when we see these kinds of changes, but it's, it's really not a shocking development in real estate. You have your ups and your downs, like any business stocks, whatever businesses, sometimes you're in the ebb and sometimes you're in the flow. You know, the statistical aspect of it is subject to being counter moving around. You can manipulate numbers if you like. I think the general consensus is pretty obvious out there. We had a market where we were, we didn't have enough supply for quite some time. 
And so the demand was way, way outstripping that supply, which was creating an increase in pricing. And the pace of the market was at such that people were making decisions quicker and quicker and quicker without a lot of due diligence. So it got a little bit dangerous in some respects. People were buying properties really on the spur of the moment on the hood of the car. So that is one of the challenges that we had with that marketplace. And so now with the swing, it feels very, very large, this swing, because we we stopped that. Now you can write an offer on a property that's subject to financing, subject to inspections, you know, subject to a number of things, which you couldn't do in the other market. And so it makes that swing feel even more pronounced. And yes, numbers statistically wise, you're seeing, you know, pretty substantial changes. So for the same time last year, we would have had about 1500 listings with about a thousand or 1100 sales. So, you know, a good portion of those listings were being taken up last September. Now you're getting into the similar number or more listings and you're getting down in the four or 500 range as far as sales. So you can see the absorption has dropped off. Mm -hmm. So now a person has to take a look at that and say, well, how does that affect me individually and what are my needs? And so there's always going to be people that are investing for speculative reasons. There's also people moving for lifestyle reasons and then their growth of family, those sorts of things. There are some great opportunities out there that weren't available to, to the buyer six months ago, opportunities like being able to actually use several homes at base with your needs, opportunities of being able to actually make a negotiation, doing a negotiation with a seller rather than just simply agreeing to what the seller's requests or requirements were. And also shopping around as far as finance goes. So finances for a period of time there, when we were selling all these homes in the supermarket, the brokerages and the banks were looking at a necessity of two to three weeks to do financing. And so we've changed that. It's back to about 48 hours. Your financing ability is a lot smoother now than it was during these hyper markets. I guess the, the, the negative to the market, if you're going to look at it right now as a buyer, the concern is the interest rates have risen, which is a, it's a fact. There's no question that they've risen. So the actual stress test level has gotten higher. If you're not sure what the stress test level, stress test is, that's a great opportunity for either you and your realtor a real estate professional or your mortgage broker or your bank and discuss it. So it's a little bit more involved than just what we're doing right now. But in essence, it's the qualifying mark for a mortgage for a buyer. So th that rate has gone up, which makes it a little bit more challenging for some people to qualify. It also affects how much a person might qualify for. And so that has to be considered. But on the flip side of that is that from six months ago, you may be looking at a home that may be three or four hundred thousand dollars less. Obviously, depending on the type of property and the type of valuation, but some substantial drops in price. Those stop drops in price are better, or they're more advantageous than paying a little bit higher interest rate. So we know that the interest rate you're going to get on your mortgage is going to be for a term, which could be anywhere from six months to five years to ten years. And in that period of time, you're going to see some adjustments on the rates. So those could come back down at some point where your affordability gets better. But what will definitely happen is you're going to see a cycle solidifies. You're going to start to see property values get firm again, and you're going to start to see some gradual increases. So great opportunity for people that have not been in the market or people that are looking for an additional property that was maybe too expensive before. So there is some great opportunity out there and 
It's just a matter of having the finances in comparison to the purchase price and having that perspective of what, how much am I saving on the purchase that may outweigh what you're paying a little bit extra in purchase. So, so there's great opportunities out there. I think we inevitably going back, we inevitably go through a reevaluation period when you see the market change and people really reevaluate what their needs are. And that's a pretty important thing. That's, that's what I, you need to be working potentially with a real estate professional to help you identify the timing of your next move. And, you know, lots of things to be considered, lots of things to be considered in the game plan so that you can move forward in such a way where you're not overburdened, but you are put in a place where you're living the lifestyle that you'd like to live and within your needs. So that's what the real estate professionals can do to help you as far as that part of the plan. And brokers, obviously, for financing are great help as far as affordability. So, so stopping there. Just going back to the conversation within the real estate profession, you know, inevitably when we see a change in the market, we have lots of conversation goes on about it, what's going on in the market. And I think a good portion of real estate professionals will help you find solutions. And a portion of real estate professionals will be more looking at what the negatives are. So you need to find yourself a real estate agent that leaves in some solutions and some opportunities. And I think that will help that buyer and seller to move in the market where we are right now and say, we're just in a transitional period of time, but so that doesn't last for long in our real estate industry of BC anyways. Yeah. And that, that's what I've always appreciated about yours. You're, you're great at, from what I can see, you're really good at coming up with a plan. <laughs> and, and sometimes you've even said to your clients, this isn't the time for you to buy or sell, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a challenge for all of us. We're just people. So there's a challenge that happens when we see a transitional market as a person, you know, we go through that period of not mourning, but we go through that period of really indecision and feeling very, you know, taken aback by what's happening in the market. But I think experience helps some agents and I'm not alone, but I think experience helps us to sort of go, okay, but our job right now is to find solutions. So what are the solutions? And we're not here to fabricate a solution. What we're just here to do is help take advantage of it and, and know what's going to work for you. But there are times when it's best for people not to make a move right away. Yeah. And, you know, I, I hate to say that because it puts me out of business, but the reality <laughs> is sometimes it's not the right time. Yeah. And, and you need to know that too. I think again, your real estate professional can help you to identify, is this the right time? Is my motivation for the right reason? And in this marketplace, does it make sense or do I, does it make sense for me? You went and looked at a condo development recently, and yeah. I think it was, it's a great example of what's going on in the market. Why don't you just tell people sure. what, what's, what happened there? It's such a, it really is the epitome of what's, what's happening. Sure. Well, of course, developments, when you're speaking about is a development in the White Rock area and they had a reception. So. Over the inflated market period of time, you know, anything that was being developed was being snapped up pretty quickly. But there's always that turning point where a development doesn't get snapped up in time. And then the market softens and they have to become a little more aggressive on their marketing. So I, I just happened to visit a project locally that's in the White Rock area, a beautiful development, and they didn't quite get all their units sold. So now they're having to make some adjustments. And some of those new projects, if you're in the market for that, 
they may not do a major rollback on pricing because they want to maintain their their prices for anybody that's purchased the building. What they do instead of dropping prices is that'll do promotions in a lot of cases. You know, whether it's a decorating promotion or whether it's a, you know, a, a number of options or promotions they have. And that allows them to maintain the integrity of their pricing rather than having to say they drop the price. But inevitably, at the end of the day, these are promotions that make those units more appealing. Sometimes the GST will now be included in the purchase price. Sometimes as I say, maybe a, a package. So we're seeing that now and we're going to continue to see that. The other thing we're going to see is less, less development in speed. I guess in speed would be not the right way to put it, but developers are going to take a breath. They're not going to rush to develop some of the land. The ones that are developing are at a point of no, no turning it off or no shutting it down. No, they're going to, they're going to have to just adjust on their pricing. So again, great opportunity for a buyer to come in on some of these projects and they may pay a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars less than they would have paid six months ago if the market had kept going. So, and I'm throwing around a number, you know, we're certainly seeing certain sectors in the market that are maintaining their price a little more, but we're seeing some areas of the market where there's pretty substantial adjustment in price. And, uh, you know, it's interesting too. The median price or the benchmark price for a home, and Langley is a great example of the Brookswood Langley area. It, you, your pricing right now sits at about 1.5 for a home. And that means condos, their median price is sitting over $850,000. So it's, a, it's interesting the numbers, how astronomical they are, even from 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. It's, and it'll continue. You know, I've, since I've been in the business, Sort of on a 10 year average, you see property values double and, you know, with the growing population and certainly with the popularity of BC, you know, that's not going to be ending in the foreseeable decades. I have a relative in, uh, in the Cloverdale area who bought a town home for around 350,000. This was 10 or 15 years ago. And one was just listed in there for 1.2 million, a town home, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Well, you know, the, the, the really, one of the big winners in the marketplace that escalates like it is for a buyer who's been in the market on a, with a property for several years, obviously, it's a great example of Cloverdale one. The other buyer that really benefits by the big bump in values is that buyer that got in on the marketplace with a very minimal down payment. So we're, we're going to say 5%. So, you know, Throwing out a hypothetical, a person that maybe bought a condo for $400,000 and put 5% down. Well, if that condo went up to $650,000, that extra $150,000 increase in value, that becomes an equity stake for them. It's all equity at that point. So that's where you see a lot of those people being able to make that move to the next level. And that was one of the benefits of this market is that people that, you know, maybe had 10, or $15,000 down on the condo, instantly they had $215,000 down. So there was some real benefits to that. It doesn't eliminate qualification based on your work. You still have to qualify for the payments, but you're now going to your next property with a pretty substantial down payment. And that was one of the big benefits of this market for a lot of that first-time buyer. They, they were able to jump up to the next level and invest in a townhouse or a house. So good opportunity again. Bonus to have that equity growth for sure.
I just want to go back to, and, and maybe we can close with this unless you have something else to share, but I mean, interest rates aren't terrible, you know, comparatively, we've, we've been used to them being so low, but they're still, you know, compared to what geezers like us are used to for a long time, for a long time, there was a long stretch where you were going to be four, five, six, seven percent, you know? Yeah. It's and very, yeah. very interesting. You know, again, the young young generation that's come into the marketplace, you know, they can't fathom that we would have paid 15 or 16%. Yeah. So back in those days, you paid, you bought a home based on how much you paid for the home. Now you buy a home on the basis of how much does your monthly mortgage cost. So it's a real change in the mentality. But if you go back to, it's interesting how it's reversed itself. If you go back to the days when you paid 15% or 20%, well, if you paid, if you bought a home for three hundred thousand dollars, you still paid a huge amount of money. Now that home has gone up to six hundred thousand dollars, and your interest rate plus it's sort of the numbers have sort of leveled off. Where you didn't pay as much for the house back then, but you paid a huge interest rate. Now you're paying way less interest rate, but you're paying a huge amount for the house. So uh, again, it's an interesting way to, to move the beans around. But you're absolutely right. One of the dangers for today's marketplace is that with the interest rates, if they did actually escalate to a number in the higher numbers, higher single digits, a lot of people that got into the marketplace would struggle with those numbers because we do have a society that tends to leverage their money on a payment plan. So there is some concern about that. If people are concerned about interest rates, putting them in a position where they can't afford to hold onto their home at some point, my suggestion, again, and first and foremost, talk to your broker, but it, it's wise to look at the longer term locked in rates at that point. You could potentially put yourself in a position where you may get a, the, the longer term rate may be a little bit higher right now, but it may be an affordable number. If you gamble on the interest rates and they go too high, it may become unaffordable for, for you to maintain your home. So you're going to have to balance that. Again, a good broker or bank will be able to give you an idea. And you have to look at your own finances. What's your debt load and how much can you afford to keep paying on your mortgage? So lots of, again, these are, this is why you have professionals that are out there that can help you with sort of looking at your plan and saying, what makes the most sense for you and your family or yourself? And take advantage of that. Take advantage of the brokers that are available there and worth their weight in gold and helping you answer those questions. Realtors are, we are worth our weight in gold that we're we're given an opportunity to sit down with you and talk about your motivations and, and what the market's doing. So there's some really good professional help out there and people need to open up to allowing those people to come in and choosing someone that they can trust and then working with them. Excellent. So if people want to get together with you, yeah. create, figure out a plan, yeah, where can they get, what's the best way to reach you? Well, you can, you can always reach me through email, Mike at sblifestyle.com. Certainly an email is an easy way. You can go to my website, FraserValueLifestyle.com. And the other thing that you can do is direct contact. I mean, I have my, my direct line, which is 604-889-7653. That's my direct line. And, you know, I don't always get to the phone quickly enough. So please feel free to text me at that number. Probably the best way. And then I can return that call to you. But love the opportunity. I love meeting with people and seeing what motivates them to move forward in their business. And my experience maybe can be some assistance to people. Sure. I just want to mention those addresses again, because sometimes 
V's as in Victor are hard to understand. So the website is V as in Victor lifestyle.com and your email is Mike at FV lifestyle.com. And just say your phone number one more time. 604-889-7653. And that catchy four digits is sold in Barack. <laughs> really catchy. <laughs> That's a little bit of an old, an old. I have had that number long enough that it's impressive at the time when I got it. I think we're all pretty accessible at this point. But yeah, again, I'd love to be a resource for some people if they're looking at making a move and helping them decide what the best move is. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate your time. Good luck, everybody. We're out here for you if you need us. Thank you.